Uh, well, first of all, uh, I guess we should say welcome to our listeners now that we're, I'll edit the first part of it, but welcome to all of our potential listeners, whoever they may or may not be, um, to Mysorean Rocketeers. Is that what we're calling this? Yes. <laughs> we we may have, may have, well, has got, have gone for uh, just the tipu instead <laughs> Mysorean uh, Rocketeers has a ring to it, so... It does, yeah. But so does just a tipu, no? <laughs> a tipu with a single P or a double P? A double P. So, Ninat sir, what's going on? Thing, yeah, I'm. Uh, I've invented a new word. Uh, so uh, I've invented a new, new word. New word. So yeah, it, it's called. I'm. I'm pucked right now. I'm pucked with a P. You're pucked. <laughs> so yeah. Pu- yes, I'm right. pucked. So how does the and dictionary define the this word? word? <laughs> Uh, well, you use it in the same way as you do the work. <laughs> so, so you mean it's a you combi- mean pucked? The <laughs> combination? Uh, no, not really. It's really pucked. So, in Hindi, it's a word called pucked. Combination of pucked and getting pucked. <laughs> yes. Oh, there Uh-oh. goes the nuts. He'll, he'll come back. He'll come back. We'll keep waiting yeah. for him, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I was going to talk a little bit about the origin story of this, but uh, wait for him to come back. That's that's an interesting word, don't you think? Bucked? Yeah, bucked. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. I'll try using <laughs> But I was going. I'll say life. Life is, life is pucked right now. Uh, no, no, I, I, but I wonder, like, whom you're gonna go talk to about this? Because it's not like we're meeting anybody. We're all sort of, we are sort of sitting indoors right now, right? Exactly. It's um. And no matter how, uh, you know, staying at home might seem like at times it is frustrating, <laughs> and you know, it's the same old, same old. You get into that routine. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, um, it, it's a time when I, I think people are gonna have a hard time getting out after this. It's uh, exactly. you become so used to you know being at home and you're like oh I don't want to go anywhere now it's just and it, it's already it's already starting to show up that way people are you know people are reluctant to go meet other people because it's like oh I don't want to go anywhere else and, and I think we're gonna see a very different change in the way people uh, socialize going forward as well yeah I mean for yeah. people who anyways you know stayed indoors it mm-hmm. wouldn't be a much of a change for me personally like i mean i do my gaming and shit so i am at <laughs> home most of the time so initially getting used to it was not a challenge right but now uh, but then there are other obligations right going out yeah you know, things are all completely out of the picture right now. yeah welcome back ninad uh, he's connected again uh, yes i i think it just 
don't bother acknowledging my coming and going bit <laughs> i have i have a feeling this is going to happen much more during the course of this call so just just carry on i'll jump in yes uh, buddha is your, soon your internet is fucked right yes <laughs> that is correct B- buddha is still in vakri so you can expect this kind of thing happening so oh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah so one of the one of the alternate names i had for this was uh for in mind was amhi punyate bamanhari because of you know i mean the because of how all three of us are pretty much uh the most corrupt brahmins out there <laughs> in different ways <laughs> different yes. ways <laughs> so ekdam samarpak <laughs> and so and, and we all met in pune so i mean we should do the origin story in this in this episode if we're going to keep doing this but um do you want to do you want to take a tack on that nina do you remember how we got to this concept of doing a podcast together uh i don't have a very good memory plus i'm the I am the eldest among all of you <laughs> my <laughs> getting senile so yeah i really don't remember how this idea came about okay uh actually so i i do remember i guess i can tell that uh so we were sitting in paradise cafe so so people from not pune which is more well, i don't know who who's going to ever listen to this but if someone does listen to it and they're not from pune they won't know what paradise cafe is and even if they are from pune they might not know unless they're from a specific kind of demographic Uh so Paradise Cafe is this very uh very interesting interesting place. It's uh located at the corner of uh, uh is it um Karve Road and and uh Deccan Gymkhana where FC Road I guess. FC Road, yeah. No, no, no. that's good luck sorry that's good. Luck. Yeah, what exactly is uh, that corner, you know? Yeah, it's a uh, Karve Road and uh, the bridge that goes to Pune Hospital. Right. And uh You know what other important uh, landmark is on the other side? Savarkar Memorial. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's next to, yeah. It's next to the Savarkar Memorial. It's this really sort of one-time Irani cafe, but it's become something of a, you know, just a hub for people who get thrown out of fancier cafes because they are not uh, fancy enough themselves or they're too edgy or they're too, you know, cheap to buy more than one tea <laughs> every 8 hours. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and it's um it's unusual in that it's it flouts pretty much every law and lets people smoke inside the entire time. Um and it's the the walls are all covered in in this, you know, deeply sort of uh, almost golden colored uh, stain of, you know, tobacco smoke and every hour and a half or so they shut down the fan, the 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 ancient fans that they've never dusted. to sweep the floors out of all the cigarette ash because people just ash onto the floors. So it's a, it's a it's an interesting place to be and we were sitting you know and I used to hang out there quite a bit and uh, uh we we're sitting there and and just just laughing uh just like crazy like busy on people all around us are just talking bullshit and we're also doing the same thing. Um so it's a perfect place for chutiyapanti. So if no one knows what that <laughs> what that word means if we have non-Indian listeners who don't know what that word means it basically means fucking around and not really taking anything seriously. Um yeah so that's we were doing that and I said you know you know we should just start recording these conversations because this is a good podcast. And uh I I said that because I'd been listening to this other this Canadian podcast for years before uh, since then uh, years before I uh, met Nina actually 
called Stop Podcasting Yourself, which is still on the air, and they've recorded something like they're on episode 640 or something now. It's over 15 years now that they've been around. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was like, we should do this. You know, you and I have these conversations, and there's no record of any of this ever happening, and we don't get to talk about, you know, we don't really have a memory of what we've said. And we say these, you know, absolutely horrible things that people would kill us if they heard us saying... <laughs> and we we should have a record of this. So so I I, I thought about it and um, yeah. So we've we've been you know this has been sort of this like every so often we'll come back to it and then I moved away from Pune. Um, but then so we didn't have a chance to sit down and actually record any of it. Um, and then yeah, then I moved uh, to Delhi initially. Then I moved to Canada after that. But uh, Nina and Pavan are still in Pune. Um, well, you know, I was in Mumbai now, but yeah, anyway, long story, but um, that's kind of how this whole thing got started. And then recently I brought it because you know that I had just been talking with each other about it for a while, a long time. I would bring it up every so often um, and then it would never happen. So I finally brought it up in this WhatsApp group that Ninath Bhavan and I are, are uh, all together on. Oh, wait, let's let's actually we should introduce ourselves. What are, what are our names? I'm yeah. Sri. <laughs> The, the other voices you've heard are? So, okay. uh, I'm Pawan. Yes. And I'm Nina. Can give a description about ourselves or just the name? Let's let's do it little by little, I think. Let's not overwhelm the audience with our life stories. <laughs> well, I'll just I'll just post links to my LinkedIn and Facebook. <laughs> Why don't you put your Kundli up also at the same time? In case there are some oh, yeah. prospective brides out there. Uh, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the uh, we we met when we worked uh, together in a um, for a, a very local branch of an international publication company. Uh, I moved to Pune in 2013, so I guess we met around the same time. We Ninad and I had started working there roughly within a month of each other, I think, and. Um, Pavan, you were already there when when we joined us. Were you there for very long, or uh, how many? How long had it been? Yeah, I think uh, I I was there before. Yeah. Uh, like I mean, it's been what eight years now. Yeah. So, I think came next, and then came, then you came. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So we we were both. Well, all three of us were in the copy editing department when we started out, and um, that was an in- interesting ride. I stayed with that company for a year, but. Um, we've still been friends. Uh, you know, we've uh, since Pavan is still at the same place, so we're not going to name the company because I, we don't want him to get in trouble for, you know, whatever we say in here. <laughs> and um, you know, then I moved on to other ventures uh, uh, thereafter. But we've stayed friends, and uh, yeah, we've been in touch for for a long time now. Since uh, since then. That's how that's how this whole thing got started, and this is this is who we are. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm from so Bhavan and I are both uh, South Indians by uh, by way of other places. Um, Ninad is from Maharashtra, he's from Pune, um, but he's also I guess originally very long back sometime. He's from a different part of Maharashtra as well, and uh, that's kind of who we are <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> And we'll figure out what else we can say about ourselves as we go along. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, maybe some insights into uh, the name of this podcast. Oh, actually, yeah. Tell us the tell tell us, tell the audience that story, Bhavan. That's that's a good place to start. So, uh, yeah. So this is a really interesting story. So during those days uh, when we were working together, uh, we used to have a lot of uh, late night parties. <laughs> so I'm a party guy. So uh, we used to have those parties at my place. Yeah. So one night we decided to have some whiskies and cigars, <laughs> and <laughs> we got some whiskies and cigars. So we had another person with us in the group. So we were four of us, and it started. And uh, while I don't know what was the starter, I don't remember exactly how we ended up discussing. Uh, we actually were discussing the my soul. Yeah. You guys. <laughs> Yeah, you both of you guys are like history buffs. So you were talking something, yeah. something, so something about Tipu Sultan, and I was getting so bored Tipu in Sultan the background. So I <laughs> How tipped those rockets are! Yeah, tipped rockets. <laughs> Sword and tips rockets. That's what it was. They, they had, yeah, <laughs> and that's. How it came into being, and we actually fell in love with the name. <laughs> <laughs> we made that our WhatsApp group name as well. Yeah. So, my story in rocket. I think we had Although some other. I I think that group actually had a couple of other names before. I forget what the yeah, names were. Yeah. I think it started with the real beef eaters. Yeah, which I took exception to because I don't eat beef. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But I guess it was a, the the um, a reference to the gin beef eaters, correct? Mm-hmm. Was it was that it, uh, Pavan? Because I, I think you named it that that uh, that name. No, I didn't come up with that name. Mm. Uh, but I think we were sitting in TGI Fridays and uh, having right. beer and stuff. <laughs> and then I think the concept of you know, although it's not real beef, right? But, uh, and i think we had that group name for quite some time and transition into being the rocketeers yes the rocketeers so i i was saying just the tipu because that was one of the things we were falling over laughing about for you know uh yes and uh, i remember you <laughs> yes i really myself it was too funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was an interesting time in our lives. I think I think work was sort of a fuck all experience generally, so we kind of just savored the moments that we actually had to ourselves and to each with each other. Yeah. Um so it was a, you know, for all three of us it was kind of a stressful experience generally at work and and um yeah, I mean, it's it's to Pavan's credit that he's managed to stay on in that place and sort of outlive a lot of other uh, people. <laughs> it's not exactly the same place anymore okay. because uh, you know, uh, without naming anything, <laughs> the bigger multinational has directly taken control, and uh, a lot of the things have been changed. Okay, so it's a different place altogether in terms of how things happen on a day-to-day basis. Right, right, right. What what was the um, name of the neighborhood that you lived in, Pawan? Because I remember that was part of the. We used to call uh, it the nuclear wasteland. Yeah, it it, it was Bhekrai Nagar. Bhekrai, that's right. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 so yeah, this was a this was an interesting 
landscape also. I mean, we called it the nuclear wasteland for a very good reason, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we would like, uh, getting people there was a really difficult task. Yes. Like, you know, people would be ready for a party, but getting to that place itself was like a big challenge. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Nina's you know, you know, uh, temporarily gone, but we can keep yeah, going. Yeah. He'll come back. He'll come back. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the Bhekrai Nagar was um an interesting place also because of uh uh so the in the same multinational the the company had buses because of the yeah. same issue with uh yeah. with transportation and whatnot. So, I remember I used to take it because I lived near there. I lived in Hadapsar. And mm. um on the way and <laughs> the bus would fill up with Bihari bhaiyas uh who were mostly That in, was because <laughs> there is an interesting back story to that as well. Oh, tell me tell so, me. Uh, the unnamed company went on a hiring spree yeah. and uh, it uh, did a recruitment drive somewhere in Delhi I guess. Oh, okay. And in, and in that recruitment drive they you know netted a huge lot of people around uh, 30 40 people. Okay. And, and when these guys came to Pune uh, <laughs> they were new to the city so they didn't have any idea where to no find places right, right. So the company actually pointed out that area that particular area oh because it God. was relatively and uh, it had a lot of uh, it was very near to the company mm-hmm. and that's why you would see you know a huge group of people uh, all uh, <laughs> bhaiyas all getting Delhi, in yeah and they would be basically uh, they were basically staying there and It, it was a very yeah so they, i mean having lived in a part of delhi that had a lot of biharis i, I can imagine it's probably from they netted uh, they did that recruitment drive in east delhi when they actually did it because that's where a lot of the bihari folk yeah, actually actually lived. if you look at it the industry especially mm-hmm. uh, the scientific publishing uh, copy editing pagination or whatever the typesetting industry mm-hmm. uh, it's basically uh, in, in india it's basically in two places mm-hmm. one is down south chennai mm-hmm. and the other i mean you have some offices in trivandrum yeah. pondicherry but primarily chennai is the hub mm-hmm. and in the north uh, delhi is the hub. so delhi right. meaning uh, noida noida is primarily where uh, a lot of these companies are right 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 so yeah, you only have two choices either get people from noida or <laughs> get people from chennai well, and people from chennai would i mean they don't prefer moving out so no definitely not to pune uh, pune is too too culturally different from chennai essentially exactly. for them to want to come over um yeah i mean you there's like very few tamil there are actually there is a large uh, sort of underbelly of pune it's less so now but uh, there there is a large tamil community in pune but it's kind of uh, it's a different demographic it's more it tends to be more sort of people who are engaged in you know sort of service businesses and you know, people who work in restaurants or who run restaurants and and those kinds of people yeah. so you don't really find a lot of um, you know sort of people in the corporate industries from tamil nadu moving to maharashtra especially yeah. not pune more likely they'll go to uh, bombay if anything yeah and even if people do mm-hmm. uh, those people would have done it you know probably right after the college and education correct because uh, i've not seen any person who is you know already having a job willing to move out uh um, no, except for brother do you, do you remember brother your your neighbor madan <laughs> ha madan but he went he couldn't survive uh, in this environment yeah. i mean he was for what how many i think few months <laughs> and then he went back even yeah. back to ramakrishna yeah we we assume ramakrishna so i don't know about uh <laughs> not, like, 
time i remember we were having a discussion and he said he'll be moving back to rajesh so, oh my god okay that's interesting uh yeah he was from salem but he was moving to rameshwaram i see okay yeah it's a, it's an interesting it's an interesting mix of people that you find so we we exactly. you and i we, i said you and i are both uh, sort of from south india but by way of other places where are you from originally or where did you grow up and tell us more about yourself so <laughs> uh i mean i am a south indian in the sense that i speak telugu at home and uh, my family is from the south but uh, i've never i mean I've, i was born in kharagpur which is in west bengal mm-hmm. uh, my whole uh, you know young adult life was there uh, i think i was uh, until i was 25 i stayed in bengal mm-hmm. calcutta and after that i moved to vishakhapatnam for a short period of 6 months mm-hmm. so that was my first real exposure to <laughs> south of india i mean otherwise i would actually i mean we uh, as kid uh, every summer vacation or that we would you know go out uh, to hyderabad and mostly hyderabad mm-hmm. because uh, thing is my dad's parents and the whole family uh, is settled in orissa in bhuvaneshwar oh okay so and my mom's whole family was settled in kharagpur mm. so basically there's no direct uh, connect with the proper south so up mm. uh, relatives staying in hyderabad was the only thing and we would go out once you know every 3 years we would go once to hyderabad Mm-hmm. But my exposure came during those six months when I was working in uh, Vishakhapatnam, and uh, after that I moved to Pune. So basically, not much. Yeah. So being in some very less, but right now uh, we have a house in Hyderabad. So I can actually say that uh, my permanent address now is again back south. <laughs> so you, you still haven't um, like actually moved your permanent address to Pune at all? You still kept that as. Uh... As, a, as in Hyderabad now. Uh, actually, uh, the address that I mean, uh, you're referring to the documents, yeah, right? yeah, the yeah, official yeah. document. Yeah. So it's all varied. Uh, I have a uh, you know Aadhaar card. Uh, so for those uh, listeners who don't know what Aadhaar card is, it's like a social security uh, card basically. Yes. So you have a number and uh, there's a picture of you and your address. A very bad picture. So, so you might as well not have a picture. <laughs> a very bad. Picture. <laughs> so. The address on that is still uh, of you know Kharagpur. Oh, uh, okay. A, a government uh, housing <laughs> facility in Kharagpur, uh, where we used to stay at that time. Right. Uh, but I have other documents. My passport. I have the nuclear baseline address. <laughs> the baseline address. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's a mix of uh, all things. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, and also I guess we should also explain what permanent addresses are because I think, so I, I know from my experience in North America and in the U.S. and in Canada that there is really no such thing as a permanent address as, as opposed to your sort of current address. Um, what they hear, so in India there is this concept that you don't change your permanent address and it usually just ends up being the house that you were either of your parents uh, and their ancestral home or, or, you know, I think they have something similar in China. as well where they have um like a permanent address which is your home village and then you have wherever you live that's your current address um here what they'll do is they'll say your your residential address keeps changing and then you might have a mailing address if you don't necessarily have a very stable 
um, housing situation. So that might be a post box or something like that. So it's a little different, but but yes, it's something you know. Permanent addresses are where in India that's a place you get to vote. In that's a place you get to um, you know uh, do a lot. I mean, a lot of stuff kind of depends on that, and then it's important that you have that in the right place because it might cause problems for you later on if you're trying to uh, you know get paperwork done or buy a kilogram of rice at uh, your ration shop and they say, well, no, you're, you're not, you know, your permanent address isn't here. You should go to that state. And meanwhile, in that state, there's no one there. So, <laughs> so, so there's, there's that. Um, yeah. Okay. So I, I recently had this experience. So I uh, had a, so I had some paperwork coming in mm-hmm. and it got sent to Kharagpur. Oh, I got a call from a, postman who was saying uh, I'm in front of your house uh, and uh, can you come out I'm like uh, you're in front of my house like uh, what is this and then he says and he started talking in Bengali and I was like huh? how come a guy is talking in Bengali yeah. and I asked him where are you calling from and he says Kharagpur and I'm like dude I left that city like what 20 years 10 15 years back and then I, I had to explain the whole story to him and then he moved on so he was with Standing in front of that house where I used to stay at that time. Hmm. No, it's it's a it's a yeah. very complicated thing, and and, and it's, of course this is actually leads to a lot of people not voting. People like us in our generation who've maybe moved within their own lifetime, maybe twice or three times to a different city, a different state. We probably won't end up voting a lot because it, you have to sort of either you have to change your address and make sure all the voters list stuff gets changed here, or you just don't exactly. vote. You don't bother. You're like ah, who's gonna go vote? It's it's too much work. And um, so that that tends to be a you know a problem as well. Something that, that I think they should change probably. It's not a, it's not like it, it used to be. You know, you, it's easy to track people down, uh, not like back in the day. So they should actually yeah, change easy. it. I mean, it's just one one time effort and you can get it changed. So I did not do it mm-hmm. because you know I'm lazy. But <laughs> it's doable. There's so many more video games to play. So many hours to sleep in. I know. <laughs> So, Nina, tell us about yourself now. Uh, okay, yeah. before I get into that, I also wanted to cut in and say maybe we should explain yeah. the permanent address thing. Now, by any chance, do you happen to know the origins of that thing? Like, is it because Indians have such a strong uh, uh, regional identity? Or is it because... I mean, states were redrawn based on no, language, th- or what? What, what is I think it? it's like, a more colonial thing, actually, because the much many of the systems that we have in India are, are from the British Raj. So, the idea of a permanent address probably had more to do with, um, you know, early sort of migrant laborers who who moved to different places, and then they their home address would be the where all the like their money would probably get sent home if they were, you know, if their money orders were sort of uh, being sent somewhere, that would be their home address. But, you know, in the village, there would always be someone back in the village. Um, even migrant agricultural laborers, migrant uh, factory workers, they would have their work sort of back home or their money would go back home. All their accounts would be there. But, um, and their ancestral property would be there. But I imagine it has less to do with, um, like more modern history than and more to do with more colonial, you know, older history. Um, that it's still a holdover of. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, so maybe it's uh, it's similar to the <laughs> mafia recruitment policy in the US. 
like you have to be absolutely 100% sicilian so that we can trace all <laughs> to, to shoot them if they they the if process kind of thing huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah okay I'll, I'll, yes. i'll get into my introduction now i basically grew up uh, in pune in in sadashiv <laughs> sorry i'm laughing so, already but go ahead <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Please, please uh, go ahead. I mean, people who who immediately get that reference have lived in Pune at some point or at least have heard about it. So it's a really old part of the city. Um, not, not like foundation old. That would be Kasba Pet and uh, Budhwar Pet and Shivaji Nagar and all of those areas. But this was kind of a more uh, um, in in American. Um, if i were to make an american analogy this would this would be an early suburban neighborhood mm. but really close to the city so yeah uh, yeah so i used to live in sadashivpet uh, and uh, basically spent uh, all of my childhood and uh, early youth over there mm. and um, sadashivpet is also home to uh, a lot of kokanastha uh, brahmins the community that i the i mean the you were born into what Yeah yeah what what would you call it uh, it's not uh, it's not a religious thing or anything it's, it's just caste, uh, I guess it's a it's a caste. yeah yeah so the community I was born into it uh, that uh, and it is uh, uh, is just uh, a section of the city or a district as you would call yeah. it yeah i think in hyderabad also there are pets right pavan yeah uh, actually um, uh, i've seen pets not just in hyderabad as well i mean uh, it's across uh, andhra pradesh and uh, modern day telangana i mean and the concept of having areas named as pets it's there and uh, chennai has for example chennai has tons of pets petai what well, they call it petai in tamil but yeah yeah Oh, okay okay cool then uh, yeah probably if if you are listening in from uh, central india i mean south of maharashtra or yeah. south india you will get the concept so yeah and and pune for those of you who don't know was the seat of uh, the peshwas for a long long time <laughs> i'm sorry you're going to the, i'm asking you to introduce about yourself and you talk about the peshwas already <laughs> you're you're definitely well, from pune <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is what gave the city its identity basically <laughs> yes 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 so yes yeah. and uh, as you said ami punya che bamana hari i mean that that uh, uh, play also references the same era yes. and uh, yeah so uh, that's basically uh, and it's uh, and people from pune have a reputation of being really uh, snotty and stuck up <laughs> you know we have to have ship on their shoulder 124 yeah um <laughs> and yeah i mean yeah, chip on chip on our shoulder about everything yeah. like you get greeted by a frown <laughs> and that's a that's a good day I mean, if they don't <laughs> if they don't yell at you that's a very good day so basically born in that kind of neighborhood yeah. and culture but uh, as you as the three uh, two guys in this uh, podcast will testify i'm really nice yes absolutely <laughs> a very un- unusual puneri person uh, compared yes. to a lot of the a lot of the people that you'll meet yep so yeah so uh, around uh, um 
30 years of my life is spent in Pune learning and uh, getting work earlier as a writer slash editor and then as as a copy editor after which I got sick of the whole thing and decided to I mean basically out of uh, fear of missing out Mm -hmm. that I really need to get out somewhere like the I mean I had you guys who were traveled places and I just felt that I mean I shouldn't let my growth be stunted because I'm stuck in Pune my whole life so (laughs) decided to go extremely far away to (laughs) well it is, isn't it, though? I mean, it's culturally and everything else, it's a really far away place. It, it's funny because it's only 100 kilometers or whatever, but it's still, it's true in many many big ways, though. That's right. That's right. And it was an eye-opener and, and basically it opened all of my senses, not just sight. <laughs> and uh, I've been loving it ever since. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And you're... I'm not a biker yet, yeah. but uh, I'm slowly getting there. I don't really identify with Pune much now. Well, as far as I'm concerned, you were Mumbaker when you you got upset that I bought a first class ticket for 80 rupees instead of a second class ticket on the on the suburban train for eight rupees. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, I need to breathe. What? It's not such a bad thing. I can't breathe. <laughs> it's a can of sardines. No, no, no. It's not so bad. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah this guy is ready. <laughs> Until you uh, smell the consolidated sweat and if something is rolling down your forehead and you don't know whether it's your sweat or the next person's sweat, you haven't really traveled it properly in a local train. Uh, and yeah, thanks to Corona, I don't know if those local trains are ever coming back after this. <laughs> They'll have to. I mean, yeah, most of the migrant population has... Um, I mean migrated in the reverse now mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, they'll have to come back I mean maybe eventually. there was a news report um, I think uh, a couple of days back mm-hmm. the companies um, in which these migrant laborers were working mm-hmm. now they are basically running after these laborers trying to get them back mm-hmm. uh, some company even arranged a flight to get um, the migrant laborers from UP to uh, the I think Mumbai, I guess it was Mumbai only. Mm. So they are like, you know, doing everything possible. Now they are giving free, you know, uh, what do you call it, benefits like housing, uh, dental care, and, you know, all sorts of things, which mm, I mean, was never considered before. But mm. now they are, you know, trying to get these people back. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. And I don't know if, because I don't know if you heard this, but I heard that. Um, the UP government, especially in Bihar government, they're all sort of saying, no, no, listen, we'll just give you jobs here. You don't have to go back anywhere because, um, exactly. you know, they're they're trying to open up industries locally because it's the same or better paying jobs at home rather than having forcing these people to go to other places. Because especially because in places like Kerala, where a lot of these northern uh, Indian, uh, you know, workers have uh, traditionally been going to in the last about 20 years or so. Lots of those people are now being forced to, the people from those places are forced to come back from their, uh, you know, jobs abroad, especially the Middle East where the economy is, is in bad shape because of the pandemic and the, you know, consequent fall of the oil prices and all that. So it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting thing to see how, you know, places like Mumbai, places like Kerala, where, which are really heavily dependent on uh, migrant labor are going to survive or fare after this is 
well, after we return to a less or an older normal, let's say, you know, what I mean, yes, yes, <laughs> a less new new normal. <laughs> so, yep. so it's gonna be interesting. So, it, was there anything else you wanted to add, Nina? No, 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 that's what. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, so Nina and I've, uh, you know, known each other for quite a long time. I, I actually lived toward the, well, the, for the last. The first few months, I lived closer to where Pavan was living in in Pune and Harapsar, and then I moved to Kothrud, uh, which is closer to where Ninad is uh, currently residing. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, yeah, it was kind of this interesting pole between the, east, the eastern end and the western end of the city, and they look. It's it's funny that it's part of the same city because they don't look like anything like they're even part of the same state, let alone the same city. So. Um, it's a, it's an interesting uh, dynamic geographically and also in terms of our friendship how I shifted from one pole to the other essentially. Uh, yeah, so should I introduce myself or do you guys want to talk about anything yeah. else? Or? No, well, go ahead. First, then we can slowly digress into other okay. <laughs> So yeah, I um, yeah I am Shri. I, I uh, have an, I don't know, slightly weird history in terms of where, where, I, was, where I was born in Kerala. In Trivandrum, that's my hometown. But um, I am also the sort of grandson and son of migrants, essentially, in the sense that uh, my grandparents and some of their parents moved to Kerala from Tamil Nadu about uh, in the 20s and thereafter, 30s and 40s, um, sometimes even earlier than that. And uh, so I'm f- from originally the southern part of Tamil Nadu, I guess, like you know, a couple generations before. But then we moved to Kerala, and then that's where I was born and grew up for until I was 10. And I lived in the States, in New York City, for about 12 years, from 1999 to 2010. So, an interesting 12 years of my life there. And the- Ah, so that's where you get your accent from. Uh, mm. Yes, that's where I get my weird accent from, yes. I, I grew up... So, it's... it's um, It kind of waxes and wanes. I notice that my accent changes when I talk to people from India, because I, I, I guess my intonation changes. It just depends on whom I'm talking to. But... Um, yeah. I lived in India for, again, as an adult from 2010 to 2018. And uh, yeah, then I moved to Canada, which is where I am now. I live in Toronto, uh, quite close to the airport. And uh, that's uh, that's where I am now. I've been, I worked previously in publishing in full-time positions with these guys initially. But before that, also, I worked in Trivandrum in another company uh, in publishing. And then I... Uh, lived in Delhi for a few months before I moved to Canada in 2018 and uh, yeah I've kind of moved like movement has kind of characterized most of my life I, I haven't really been in one place I've kind of explored a lot lots of different very contra- mutually contradictory uh, cultural spaces and geographical spaces um, and Canada Canada has been an interesting experience and I've also done a lot of different jobs over the years um, I started out teaching English, spoken English, because that was an asset when I first came in 2010 back to India. Um, then I did the publishing thing for about seven years. And now I, when I moved to Canada, I did everything from factory work in the first couple of months. And then I did security for, I was a security guard for two years almost. And uh, now I work in uh, property management. So I work in a, an office in a condominium building um, under a property manager, and that's what I do. So, uh, you know, 
so is 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 it similar to uh, the the role of a building superintendent in the united states um not exactly the building superintendents tend to be more of the guys that do the mechanical stuff they also do a lot of you know cleaning is a big part of their job uh so building cleaning they they you know sweep them up the floors they take the garbage out because garbage is usually collected in a common space rather than you know sort of being thrown individually from people's windows or balconies onto the ground <laughs> so, so they 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 have to maintain the garbage uh, collection areas they they you know get it ready for disposal etc pick up um and there's a lot of like uh they do a lot of mechanical maintenance as well they do uh so it helps if you know a little bit of engineering or if you are familiar with machines they handle a lot of that my job involves more sort of paperwork and you know dues collection and notices that I print write and print and send out by email and put up I coordinate with a security so generally here you find that um, condominium buildings which are essentially like flats in India I mean they're each individual unit is likely owned by a different person there may be some people who own more than one unit in the same building but likely it's got different owners so it's not like it's owned all by one per- in rental buildings it's usually one owner for the entire building who's renting it out so even if you have like i live in a rental building and it's um, one owner for 600 plus units so they, it's a huge building and then they own the entire building and they rent it out to every- everybody's a renter no one no one owns any of the property here um but but condominium buildings are like flats in india where each each individual you you have different landlords uh, so a uh, unit is like a flat um so i do the work for between the court you know there's a lot of coordination between the the owners of the different units they have a board of directors or board of um you know owners essentially who are elected for term it's kind of like a small self-governing unit um in terms of the common area property so they're buildings often will have swimming pools and you know uh, gyms and whatnot but they also have things like heating uh, and cooling systems built in all of those things come under the common property whereas the houses the units themselves the the apartments themselves are the responsibility of the owner and they're it's kind of a even within the apartment there are some elements that are the common area elements and some that are the um, owner zones so anyway so that's it's a, it's a very it's a very complicated legal thing it's a very interesting field as well for me but um yeah so that's what i do i i work in the office i'm kind of like a cross between a secretary and uh and uh an assistant property manager and that i also kind of coordinate between maintenance work between the superintendents and then the security guards i you know do a deal a lot with the security guards um I send out a lot of notices on a weekly basis. I have to create weekly newsletters. I have to put out signs or, you know, like don't throw garbage here, you know, do all those things, send letters of violation when people throw things off their balcony. Um all those all those things kind of it's a it's a weird combination of different things. <laughs> Sounds yeah. really interesting. I And uh, I think uh, it sounds like oh. trying it very uh, very So you got cut off in between. Yeah it sounds like you are totally. enjoying it very much sounds like something totally, you would totally. uh, it's, enjoy it's a lot of fun um it's a lot of stress as well because you're dealing with you know people with conflicting interests but it's kind of it's, it's there's a lot of politics involved in property management as well because you're dealing with so many varied interests at the same time but it it's not um it, there's never a dull day 
I'll put it that way. <laughs> There's never a dull day in work. So, Sri, you mentioned you worked security before. So, did you handle a gun? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I was a very Brahmin security guard. <laughs> no, no weapons. Just, just uh, you know, no use weapons. no weapons. No, but here the security guards, some of them do have guns, but I didn't. You just, <laughs> you just use your sacred thread as a no. I I use my sarcasm sometimes as a, as a weapon. <laughs> Or you trip them up with your shandy. I I don't have a shandy, but yes, I, if I did, I would have. I would have. Uh, shandy is a choti is a is a kudumi is whatever. I mean, whatever you want to call it. There's different names for it. Essentially, it's a top knot. Uh, or a front knot, depending on what part of uh, India you're from. But uh, yeah, so it's a traditional haircut that people in India had before the 20th century. Ah, um, uh, that's Nina's mother. Uh, what is she saying? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How's yeah, she doing? Yeah, she's she's asking you if you are doing well. Uh oh. <laughs> She's also saying that everyone has become a dadi wala baba. Yes, we are all, we are all, uh, uh, we're all channeling Shivaji Maharaj. <laughs> we, we'll yes. to, we should be careful about what we say about politics. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because from. <laughs> yep. Yes. Because no matter what you say, there will be a section of people who are offended. Not that, not that we don't enjoy yes. that. But yeah, we should, uh, we should be, it, we should uh, aim to offend a, everybody uh, equally. Subsequent. Uh, that should be our policy. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody yes. listening right now, fuck all of you. Fuck you all. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's our policy. No, 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 no. Three, no, no. don't say fuck you all. Fuck you all. Fuck you. Right. That's right. <laughs> That's the new word. That's the word of the day. <laughs> or, or if uh, like I, we were talking about the Bihari uh, constituents of our former uh, company, Pavan's current, still current company. But anyway, the, the the people that used to work there, they were they were an interesting lot. They they would have probably said "puck you," but <laughs> but <laughs> the the reason I brought them up was that I used to get in the bus because <laughs> it was going the same direction, and it was like a party every time I got on there. And uh, you know, be playing like '90s Bollywood music. You know, things like uh, an Amir Khan or Govinda type <laughs> music would be blaring at uh, around 11 o'clock at night. And uh, you know, they would be yelling, "Hey, bhao, wo usko jala, usko wo play karo na, ye gana bajao na, kya hai, ye koi mar gaya kya?" It's just like stupid, you know. It's like they would they would start. It was almost like they would start dancing inside. <laughs> It was a, it was a very, it was a. The whole experience was kind of stupid, but because I was always afraid that they were gonna, you know, manage to tip over the bus somehow, because uh, of all their jumping around inside. But it was, uh, <laughs> but it was, it was a very fun, fun group of people to to watch very quietly and smile at. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they, they're, they're, they were fun. Uh, uh, we'd also sometimes find foot you know, shoe prints on the benches because they would be sitting with one leg drawn up. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> oh, what's wrong with that? That's the way I sit at home. That's the way I sit at office. Why should office bus be now you're, now you're channeling one of our uh, one of our old statesmen. Do you remember statesmen? <laughs> we we should we shouldn't say yes. these people's names just in case they end up listening to us. But yeah, I mean, there he was a nice man, but he was very funny in the way he spoke. Um, I couldn't connect which statement are you referring to? Uh, he's a bhojan, yes. He's a bhojan. He's a bhojan. I'm sorry to anyone listening to me on headphones right now. But, but this was too funny. Okay, Nina, do you, remember, do you want to tell the story? Because I might die trying to tell the story. Uh, yes, so I don't remember how it went on to that, but uh, we were we were yes. talking about bad writing and bad uh, editing, and uh, someone brought up uh, like yeah. I think that it was the Times of India or some article they read, and it said that uh, you know the quality of the copy editing yeah. in the Times yeah. has dropped so much and all of that, <laughs> and uh, this guy says. Uh, Oh, that is why I don't read Times of India. I read the Statesman. Yeah, it was like Statesman. That is what he said. It. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, did you read the, the universe of the Higgs Higgs Boson? The Higgs Boson. No joke. Everyone's like, what? Everyone understood, and we were like nodding. Right? Nina, this is looking incredulous. He looks at him and says, "Boson." <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to joke at all. I mean, I really didn't get no, what no, he was said, trying to he say. Said, I no, really he said, thought he was he said bojan kind of first, bojan. Right? and you were like, "What bojan?" And then he's like, "No, no, Higgs bojan." <laughs> I was like, "Because <laughs> he didn't say Higgs at first. It would have been much more clear if he had said Higgs first. He just said bojan, and I was like, he's like bojan. What bojan?" Yeah. <laughs> And bhojan is food, by the way. If, if for people who don't know that word, <laughs> that means <laughs> he was talking about the Higgs boson, uh, the the <laughs> the string level particle <laughs> that that uh, science science scientists had discovered in 2013. So he was referring to bosons. Right? Yes, Higgs bosons. Yeah, <laughs> he was referring to them in uh, this was in 2013 when they discovered that it actually exists. yeah the god particle the god particle right so. <laughs> but Nirat was just like Bojan. What is what Bojan? <laughs> uh, we we worked with some characters, and he was one of those. He wasn't copied. I think I still couldn't connect yep. uh, who this guy is. We'll 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 tell you okay. off air. We'll, we won't mention his yeah, name yeah, now. Yeah, we'll tell you. Yeah, but air. he wasn't copied. Yeah, he was our one of our managers at the time. So. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Now I can connect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I yes. he was he was a, he is a very nice man and I have a lot of respect yeah. for him. Um I mean honestly especially because of how he managed to survive in that environment, you know, and keep his integrity throughout. Um yeah. He he, he what I heard, uh, you know, uh, uh, I spent a few more years, right? So yep. I heard a few stories. 
so i've never seen him that way but i've heard that he used to be very proactive mm. and you know very enthusiastic and he would get the stuff done yeah. and then suddenly you know things changed you know politics happened and stuff happened and he decided to you know let it all go moksh yeah. <laughs> after moksh no i mean honestly that that that, that is uh, that is a very reasonable thing to have happened in that place because he you know he was i think i'm sure he was quite frustrated by how like yeah everyone kind of everyone started off that way i think you know they were like oh i'm going to work to make this place better and then they realized that no matter what they did nothing was going to change yeah. you know and either you had to you had to work around it or you had to just accept it for what it was and uh, i think he just chose the path of acceptance and and not giving a shit and he was like you know what i'm getting paid so i'm not going to worry about this anymore <laughs> so but uh, no it was he, was, he he is uh, i really i have a, i still have a tremendous amount of respect for him so if you're listening and you understand who you are thank you for for being there for us um you're you're one of our sort of guiding lights and uh thank you for for helping us out well yeah we you said some you said some funny things but yeah that that's not uh our our our, our laughing about it is a is a matter of appreciation we still think fondly of you so thank you for being there for us all the time um exactly. yeah so that was that was so that was that was the kind of thing that happened there's also a, i don't know if you remember someone from the same same place who had a similar accent um we had that uh we had a an intern from from a foreign country who was uh who was in training with us and this this guy was a uh, I, again I know his name but I'm not going to say it again because I don't want to you know he was a uh, he was he worked in um in uh I think it was in um in typesetting and uh he was giving us training about typesetting <clears throat> and I remember him saying something about remember dingbat you know you were in that in that <laughs> dingbot yes. he said dingbot <laughs> <laughs> He, he had a ding bot a ding bot <laughs> <laughs> and he was actually referring to what what was he trying to say actually? a ding bat you know what a ding bat is in publishing right it's like a little little sign that you little little symbol that you use <laughs> okay, okay, okay. you're talking about uh, the symbols yeah so he's so so both these people are from Odisha <laughs> so they have a, a similar accent that's that's what it really was but 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 i remember the foreign intern that we had was also just as incredulous as you were in that in that training she was just like what is he talking about i don't understand anything he's saying right now <laughs> because he was just he had such a i'm sure he knew his stuff but he had such a heavy accent that he was probably not the person to give uh, to be giving training to foreign you know students who might not really understand what he was saying um <laughs> but he was he was also a character. <laughs> yeah, there was there was like lots of good people I think that that kind of got just fed up and just gave up and did what they could. Um it was a, it was a fun ride for sure. Uh So that that was there. Uh yeah, I'm talking way too much guys. Help me out here please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you get to meet you know different people different experiences i mean um, i've been um, in the same place for almost what eight years now and mm. uh, i've seen you know change like anything mm. uh, like you know uh, what we are talking right now uh, they are like you know i mean when i actually you know think about those things it seems like you no know, way long back <laughs> like god when this kind of environment was there but, yeah 
things change and uh, you meet new people and everything gets you know uh, i mean um, at this point it's a different completely different environment compared to what it was then mm-hmm. and I'm, i'm not saying in a positive or a negative way it's just different mm-hmm. but the old days are old days i mean i can't <laughs> i mean even uh, given a chance i'll always want to be uh, where i was even the environment was at that time it was a completely different thing but there was this uh, excitement uh, to go to work <laughs> it, it, every day was there was no dull days basically everything uh, every day something would happen and it would you know uh, and uh, i remember the late night parties and stuff uh, staying <laughs> up late we, we used to work up in the morning yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, what used to happen you know uh, uh, copy editors would do all of their work but the end deliverable uh, we had to create an xml file mm. and uh, systems that we had at that time that they were not that advanced so uh, and copy editing teams usually have more girls and the girls have to catch their uh, last bus uh, yeah. which is around 10:30 pm they weren't allowed so to work overnight yeah yeah uh, 10:30 uh, at night so what they would do is they would finish the copy editing mm-hmm. and they would you know keep all the files to for xml generation and someone has to basically generate those xml and deliver it otherwise uh, all that work is of no use yeah so a few of us would you know stay stay back uh, up to 3 in the morning 3 3:30 in the morning we would just you know create xml out of all those copyrighted manuscripts mm-hmm. they would push them and then we would go to a small place um, <laughs> uh, i think it's called jyoti bar at that time it's <laughs> shut down now it's not shut down it changed uh, so that was one place which was open whole night okay um, now the management has changed and uh, it's a normal restaurant these mm-hmm. days so we used to go there and uh, we were three four people uh, three of us uh, and we would go there and uh, we would uh, buy food basically we used to go there for food mm. but once you get a bar you can't just <laughs> get settled with food right so we would take a little bit of a drink yeah. and then uh, we would uh, parcel it up pack it up we wouldn't mm. sit there and drink so what we would do is you know take parcels go home mm. and then have a few drinks and then sleep so that <laughs> kind of a usual routine for us for quite some time yeah do you do you still party fun or, or is that still something you do or is that change um i do but you know with this covid and all it's come down drastically yeah. but yeah i do drink at times and i'm sure uh, mrs pavan would not be happy <laughs> she is always mad about it so but anyways i manage <laughs> And uh, and you are mad about her, so I guess it cancels uh-huh. out. And you are mad about her, like madly in love, so it yeah, I guess it cancels, cancels out. Sorry, <laughs> 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 sorry, you're cutting off a little bit, but no, I do the cooking the next day, or I you know help out on some work, and then it yes. gets forgotten. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Uh, one thing from that uh, era i remember very fondly with the both of you individually and sometimes together ah, is yes. our uh, hmm. smoke breaks <laughs> right uh, that happened do you still smoke sorry um 
not since the lockdown ah. is in effect so i had mm-hmm. stopped for about 2 months but now um, um i drink like once a week so at i have home? like drink, four or five or you drink at home i drink <laughs> i try not to i usually try to find a yeah. or, i can imagine your yeah. mom would be particularly happy with you being sitting down with a drink at home i oh tried God. it uh, once or twice at home <laughs> and then first of all she was really upset at the fact that i stood in line to get alcohol <laughs> okay go on sorry this is so funny <laughs> and uh, she she asked me if i had fallen on my head to do that <laughs> but yeah then i mean i got it home and um, i mean i had some things planned people were uh, planning uh, virtual uh, uh, happy hours and mm. like that so i needed alcohol for that it was not like i am you know sitting by myself brooding over a glass of alcohol and thinking about how what i could have done better in life and all mm. of that it, there was no depressing scene like that i needed alcohol for some uh, for some mm. gathering virtual mm. gatherings so i tried it a couple of times at home um, naturally she wasn't even happy bringing uh, about my bringing alcohol into the home let alone <laughs> drinking it but uh, she didn't like it but she didn't uh, mm. react too much once or twice she asked me um, hey if you want to keep those uh, whiskey bottles in the fridge <laughs> you have to wipe them down with soap water <laughs> you should just wipe it down with the whiskey because that's a more disinfectant uh. yeah i mean she's uh, really i wouldn't call her naive but she's really child like in, mm. in in that way and she didn't realize that they don't keep whiskey bottles <laughs> in the fridge <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah i know Mm. But, but I always yeah. wondered there why yeah, but, can't we keep whiskey bottles in the fridge I mean mm. uh, at the end of the day we add ice cubes right we make it cold so why not put it in the fridge I've never tried it but uh, why not Well try it with some cheap whiskey then and then see how that goes cuz it no does it spoil the taste or quality I I don't know I've never tried it out to be honest but I I'm, I'm curious also Mm. I actually stopped drinking um, uh, hard drinks so mm. I only go for beer most of the time. Oh, you've become a very good Brahmin then. Don't <laughs> <laughs> so drink hard drinks is especially in office parties or you know if I go out with you know other group of people and social drinking. So but mm. that's very rare. So it's mostly beer. Mm-hmm. So do you have an answer for this one or not? Do you know why one shouldn't or one doesn't put uh liquor or whiskey in the fridge I don't know and I don't intend to <laughs> I'm too old for this shit Is that is that the headspace you're in now you're too old for the anything <laughs> Yeah yeah you can just put a blanket here and fill whatever you Oh want. man no I'm starting to feel that way too I I turned 31 this year and I'm I'm just like ugh kind of done man like you know fuck all this shit <laughs> No I uh I I told my hmm. yeah No no that feeling is uh very mutual for everybody at it <laughs> so. 
I I think it's we we turned 31 or you know we got into our 30s in a very weird time in the world also it's not just us um you know other people sort of like people who came of age in the early 90s I think they had a much more hopeful like look on the future cuz it was like you know they're turning 30 they're you know like the world economy was booming there were jobs everywhere there's money everywhere what do we have we have fucking corona and not the good kind which is the virus kind <laughs> and not the beer yeah so yeah yeah so and especially these days i mean not just corona i mean if you're reading the news like it's a very unpredictable future world over i mean yeah uh, which country is doing really well i mean besides the pandemic uh, yeah. there are a lot of shit things going around so yeah no it's a, it's a it's a very weird time uh world over so i think it's i think yeah i think it makes sense that like maybe maybe you know if we if any of us have children or people our age whoever has children now um they i think they might see a different future as well i mean probably maybe a hopeful more hopeful one but uh um, when they turn to reading 30s, an article uh, i think uh, uh, i think it, it was not uh, yeah i think it was by shekhar gupta uh, mm. we are in a very tumultuous you know uh, times these days like i mean the next 5 years will decide Uh, the direction of the world is what uh, this piece was saying about like for example uh, and i'm i'm going a little bit into the geopolitics and stuff yeah, yeah. go right ahead so what you're seeing on the india china borders mm. what china is doing with all other countries the way the you the condition of the united states under <laughs> trump um it's it's a very it looks like it's a transition phase uh we don't know whether it will turn out to be good or bad but things are changing fast and it will have a mm-hmm. have major impact on the world that we see yeah. and of course there is corona <laughs> uh, it's it's a uh, yeah the, the 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 politics of it is actually quite uh quite scary in some ways because it's just so uncertain if there will be a conflict who will win because it's not even clear that there's you know like whether it's our side or any side for that matter it's not clear that anyone's going to benefit from a conflict like that exactly um, and they are passing groups like anything i mean now it's just being kings of india today and uh, they, um, india is deploying uh, missile uh, anti air defenses mm-hmm. missiles there is a report by unnamed sources but uh, i mean it's not yet confirmed Mm-hmm. Uh, but some sources have said that some friendly country is going to give a uh, missile defense system to india now oh. we can only, only guess which that friendly country might be uh, and that could crash it up the already stressed up situation even more well better the <coughs> better ratchet it up than you know have it has mis- to be ratcheted than have uh, sword tip missiles up our ass right so Yeah, and there's no backing down on this because uh, uh, that's that's what China's strategy is. Like yeah. they put the pressure, you take a step back, they take that spot. Then again, you stay, take another step back, that spot is taken. Yeah. So you have yeah. to make a stand at some point. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean even in in Canada, there's been a lot of tension with China because uh, two Canadians have been arrested on yeah. charges of espionage, but it's not really clear that they are spies. you know very clearly in the public imagination and the public understanding of the, the the whole thing it's like it has a lot to do with the head of Huawei being arrested yeah. in Canada 
um, on corporate fraud charges. And it's actually not a case that the Canadian government is bringing up against her. It's actually the U.S. government. And Canada is obligated by an extradition treaty to arrest her and then hand her over. So they're trying to put pressure on the Canadian government by, um, by uh, you know, arresting these two men and saying that they're they're spies and that you know like it's sort of a it's a very obvious sort of tit for tat and i'm not sure if that's the truth or whether they are spies obviously but who knows but either way it's it's not clearly not you know it's it's a kind of you know showdown diplomacy rather than than uh sort of a, a more measured more more civilized more more you know more um uh a more decent approach to politics and i think yeah it's it's a very dangerous dangerous time to live in and dangerous way for people to do things Um, i think china is now more emboldened you know because they have uh, taken control of corona in their country Mm -hmm. and uh, politics as it is like the other countries are already have they already have their own problems Mm -hmm. and this is the best time to basically flex their muscles and that's what they're doing right well, you know, if you flex too hard, you can get a cramp, so who knows. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's something we have to wait and watch. Let's yeah. see how this plays out. Well, if we're alive then. I mean, I, I've had at least two people tell me that, I mean, I've had two, a close friend of mine, his father apparently passed away from the coronavirus um, a couple of months ago in New York. And uh, another sort of family friend, and she was, you know, uh, she was our dentist as well. Her husband was in his 40s, passed away from coronavirus yeah lots of it's been it's been a very scary time in that sense too so it doesn't feel odd that that you know any of us are saying ah you know fuck it i'm too old for this shit because it we really do i really do feel old for for this stuff um for any anything any kind of like bullshit that people say now i'm just like you know what like fuck that because it's <laughs> like i might not be alive next week because of what's going on right now so i don't want to i don't want to say i don't want to hear someone complaining about some some stupid shit you know uh, so yeah. it's like yeah fuck that <laughs> that's that's generally definitely where i am too um, and but... in india also the cases are like rising rapidly I mean, yes i think yesterday was the largest spike so far yeah it's it's uh but luckily we've in india we've been um lucky with um the the mortality rates being relatively low yeah, fewer so, deaths yeah it's it's been that's been good news yeah i mean so that's again i think i mean i'm just saying mm-hmm. like probably that's also because of the demographics right uh, if you look um, most indians are you know relatively younger compared to some other countries mm-hmm. uh, italy or uh, spain which were hardest hit in terms of mortality rate mm-hmm. there are a lot of old people yeah yeah absolutely it impacts uh, older people more so and also i mean uh, i don't know about other places in india but like I'm from Kerala, like I said before, and Kerala has a flu season, like a crazy flu season every year. Like you know, the people, hundreds of people die every year. Some, some flu. They all have fancy names in Malayalam. They'll have like, there was a tomato flu a few years ago, and then there was a you know. So they instead of you know chicken gunia, which is the actual name of it, people called it chicken gunia. So then it became oh you know, this like chicken fever, and <laughs> uh, you know just just all kinds of fancy names. It's they have fevers of. Yeah, every year there's some stupid fever or another that everyone is, is affected by and you know people some uh, unfortunately some people die from and it's uh it's like i think we there there is some some level of herd immunity for sure because even i've had like some pretty crazy viral fevers in my time um both living in, in india and and also you know, abroad i've had some pretty severe um 
infections that you know f- felt like I I felt like I was dying. Maybe I wasn't, but it certainly felt that way. So, so this naming uh, system is like how the Americans name their hurricanes. <laughs> no, I mean it's it, it has lots. So the, the 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 tomato fever was because people apparently got like tomato shaped and sized boils or something, and and uh, they were like, oh, this is a tomato fever. And I was like, what is what is a tomato fever? <laughs> like, what the hell is that? <laughs> so this is a few years ago. I mean. Um, uh, like you hear about it, you know, in, in Malayalam media, you hear a lot about these things. You know, this fever is breaking out, that fever is breaking out, and uh, and it's a very tropical. It's like Bengal. I mean, it's that um, it's got this very marshy sort of climate. You know, it rains a lot, so it um, it tends to be that you know, like there are mosquitoes everywhere all the time, especially in some parts of the state. Uh, there are lots of mosquitoes, so there's this you know this constant expectation of viral illness, viral fever. Um, to to spread, but it's it's yeah it's been pretty bad and you know and the, the the fact that they blitz people with uh, antibiotics doesn't really help, I think. That, yeah, but uh, because these uh, viruses, I mean not viruses per se, but uh, most of these uh, germs they actually develop their own immunity, right? Mm-hmm. So antibiotics fail at times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the, the bacterial stuff is is pretty much out of control now. Already, it's out of control because people have no personal; they don't have any immunity for themselves, so they have to because they've been sort of overloaded with antibiotics all the time. So they have to be given antibiotics even for the smallest fevers. Like I've got family members, you know, cousins and stuff who who get sick so often, and they are on antibiotics for like most of the year because they keep getting. And they, they have a tendency to run to the doctor also. It's not like, okay, I'll have a little bit of ginger tea instead at home. They have to go to the doctor immediately. They have to get like, you know, I have to go to... The, they don't even go to the doctor. They go to the hospital. You know, which to me, like having grown up abroad, um, you don't go to the hospital unless you're dying. You know, you go to a clinic. You don't go to a hospital. And like the idea you go that you go to a hospital and get like, um, you know, and stuff is so strange to me when I hear about it. But... It's a very common thing in Kerala, especially because uh, you know there's a lot of medical yeah, it's, infrastructure it's all across the country. I mean, yeah. you have government hospitals, so they're cheap. Uh, they have doctors, so people prefer going to hospitals. It's only in the big cities is where you find you know a lot of clinics. But you know, small towns, uh, you don't have uh, that many private practitioners. Um, right, like, right. Government. So, for example, I came up from I came from Kharagpur, right? So mm-hmm. Kharagpur uh, has this IIT campus and mm. uh, three hospitals. Uh, so Kharagpur is known for three things. One is the IIT campus, one is the largest railway station and workshop mm-hmm. and uh, the third thing is uh, Air Force Base. So there are two Air Force mm-hmm. Now the military areas are you know sealed off. I mean civilians can't go there. So mm-hmm. uh, that leaves uh, only three uh, so, uh, with respect to hospitals. There were three hospitals at, in my time. One mm-hmm. was the railway hospital, which was the biggest hospital. So, any serious case, you would be referred to the railway hospital. Then mm-hmm. there was IIT hospital, which was smaller. But so, anything like you know, flu and stuff, mm-hmm. or minor cases, go there. And then there was a state-run hospital. So, the state-run mm-hmm. hospital was like when you don't have any other choice. You had an accident, and that hospital was nearby. That's where you would be taken. But nobody would willingly, uh, you know, go and take it. Because hospitals give subsidies, right? They do treatment for free. 
did, did they have a did they have a big portrait of uh, Lenin and Stalin on the state run hospitals no, front no, door? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Just, so at that time, uh, no Lenin and Stalin. Stalin never. I mean, Stalin yeah. has never been glorified by the Bengal uh, CPM. Right. Uh, it was, but Lenin. We have seen a lot of Lenin posters. I mean, I, growing up, uh, we had all these buns. So anytime the government, central government, did something, Bengal would you know shut down. Uh, they yeah, would yeah. call for a Bengal bun. And how do we know? How do we come to know that today is a band day? Uh, so we go to school. Uh, in on the school gate, we see a big poster of Lenin and uh, or two flags. <laughs> Sometimes not even a poster, just two red flags crisscrossed, uh, saying that school is closed today. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's band is an interesting thing. So in Kerala, band is like a, become a national holiday. You know, like we have Onam, we have Vishu, and we have band. That's the. <laughs> or hartal i guess they call it hartal then but yeah hartal. that's the and it's like a, it's like almost like a weekly holiday and i don't know how it is now but it was until the time i left it would every so often you know you'd have a sudden hartal and then everything would shut down and you know it would become like a so to, it's actually interesting people would stand in liquor queues the day before because of hartal <laughs> so tomorrow's hartal you have to go buy it today i mean it's like a, it's a it's a very sad state of affairs but that's how it was there um and yeah in so bengal i think the left parties are decimated so yeah now they have a different type of band now it's yeah. like, it's a different it's a, thing altogether it's a, it's a saffron uh, two saffron flags crisscrossed over school gates now instead of uh, instead no, of no, uh, so it, uh, now i don't think they have these bands in uh, i mean schools and colleges are not mm. only if it's a major issue otherwise mm-hmm. uh, they have protests there i mean there is vandalism and all kind it's less organized compared mm. so one thing that you have to give credit is the left parties know how to organize a band right, right right they just make a mess out of it <laughs> that's true that's true yeah no it's 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 a, it's a fascinating thing i guess maharashtra never really got a band culture is that correct enough i mean did you do you remember any growing up really oh oh yes definitely i mean uh... Yeah, Mumbai has Mumbai and Maharashtra have had. Um, I can remember at least seven. Or eight. Seven or eight is but, nothing. Uh, we we have seven or eight have. in a month. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not to that extent. Yeah. Then, yeah. Because no, it's. Yeah. So I was actually watching some movie. I guess uh, so in Maharashtra, I think it was Balasaheb Thakre's time when when he was rising to power. The left got decimated. The left parties in the state had no foothold, and yeah, yeah. that never uh, inculcated that. Um, that led to basically having no band culture. You have mm. other kinds of protests, but the traditional trademark band of you know putting flags and stopping work mm. uh, that has never took off uh, in this part of the state, uh, this part of the country. Oh, I didn't know Band had like a, a communist angle to it. I just yeah. thought businesses. Uh, no, the whole yeah. ca- the whole thing came out of like workers' strikes, right? People would stop working. So that's how this, oh, and, okay. and then political parties sort of became the de facto spokespeople of of workers. I mean, they they fancied themselves to be spokespeople, and then they took over that role from workers. Yeah. And whether workers wanted to work or not, they would say, "No, no, no you can't work now because we have exactly. we have to protest." So became a thing. as a result of that no i i you know i mean if we, we want to get into personal politics we can do that but maybe we should hold off for the next episode but we're approaching we have about 8 minutes to 90 minutes uh, in our record recording i think it might when i edit some of the beginning 
stuff out, we might come down to a little less than that. But maybe we should finish up this episode soon so that we can, um, you know, save some stuff up for the next episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so uh, we were talking about. I mean, I don't know. Where do you want to go from this next? We were talking about the next episodes already. But where do you want to do this again? I mean, do you want to do another episode? Definitely. Okay. How do you feel, Nina? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, I do too. I think totally. there's there's some scope for whatever <laughs> more to the up on the I don't think we really covered much of it today. Um there's totally and yeah, there's like there's so much happening. Just uh your voice is breaking. I, oh, sorry. I was saying no, I haven't really thought of a can you hear me better now? Uh, yeah, it's better now. Okay, so I, I was saying I haven't really thought of a format uh, for this uh, show. I, I've been listening to podcasts pretty much uh, for the last 10 or 15 years now. Mm-hmm. And there are so many different ones. And most of them, you know, the ones that aren't like this, where people just kind of talk to each other, they tend to be, you know, sort of on a revolt around an issue. And they often have segments that they do. They have, they'll have guests that come in. Um, of course, there's like the investigative crime show podcast like the actual journalists doing podcasts that's different but guys like us i yeah i mean you know with something we could think about like segments that we could do maybe you know like we talk about for the i don't know for 10 15 minutes or whatever we talk about a certain thing and then we move on to the next thing maybe have guests you you'd mentioned a a potential guest um yes uh particularly opinion so you would be so yeah yeah and yeah let, let's call him in sometime um and he he's i mean <laughs> he has an opinion on everything that's friend i mean you, you'll hear uh i guess we have that trailer that you made now so we could probably match this up as well um and one of the things you mentioned in the trailer was um that uh We'll have opinions whether you like them or not. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll definitely, yeah. Yeah. I, yep. I said uh, they they'll be honest and uh, maybe not unbiased, but uh, they'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, th- I think it's the idea of an unbiased opinion is kind of like you know, I don't know. It's like the Rahul Gandhi of opinions. Yeah. <laughs> opinions cannot. I mean, it's an opinion. <laughs> someone is thinking about it so at least yeah. there could be that one thing that it belongs uh, it will always have a bias like uh, completely neutral opinions rare to find yeah, yeah. no it's it's uh, that would be basically ghanta but um, <laughs> 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 but uh, no the, it'll be like a potato factory if we try to um, try to create a, an opinion uh, an unbiased opinion but no we i think we you know we can be we can be respectful of, of um, other people as long as they stay the fuck away. Um, <laughs> stay the fuck away. Uh, fuck. Yes, stay the puck. I'm sorry. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and if you're here's a here's a very late warning to to potential listeners. If you have kids at home, maybe you should consider using headphones for this podcast <laughs> because we're not gonna censor ourselves just because you have your your children are too sensitive to hear us. Um, I grew up in a family where, uh, especially my uh, male relatives, were uh, quite, uh, quite uh, uninhibited in cursing all the damn time, <laughs> like in the most colorful way, all the damn time. 
So yeah, it's like it was just like you you hear it, but you don't repeat it. That was the way it was, I was taught to to do it. But you know, I still don't do it in front of them, but I'm allowed to do it on my own now because I'm I'm a grown ass man. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of the. Uh, maybe we could we could think about all those things in the next few episodes. We we should do some again sometime soon. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll discuss uh, maybe schedules and stuff off air. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so thank you for anyone who tuned in and listened to this uh, this podcast today. Uh, you know, come back. Uh, do you guys do you guys want to give your personal uh, blogs or? or you know maybe instagram handles or whatever if you want to i know that it's just a way to promote yourself if you want to do that i i can understand if you want to stay more anonymous that's okay as well um how do you guys feel yeah let's remain uh, okay partially anonymous because i mean i remember the internet in the 90s how it was completely anonymous in the chat rooms and you could you know speak really honestly mm. without yeah you can still do that in the dark web anything. I think <laughs> <laughs> like if we, if we were to go official or make the, make a career out of this then we would have sure. to identify yeah. ourselves but it's fine yeah. I mean who's gonna pay for this nice. bullshit man <laughs> 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 let's have few so episodes where uh, yeah. let, let's see how this goes on. you never know yeah, yeah. like well, who knows we might make money out of it so let's yeah. keep it in the future like uh, whether we yeah. go full uh, we open ourselves completely and you know disclose yeah we'll figure it out if, if either of you has uh, someone coming up to your house with machetes and danda then you know <laughs> that this is you know good idea to stay anonymous in the next few weeks but uh if not, then, or if someone tries to shoot me when I'm, you know, walking around in Toronto, I'll be, I'll be like, okay, well, I, I need to be anonymous. <laughs> but um, yeah, we, we, we should keep our last names off there for now. I'm, we, I don't think either any of us mentioned our names, which is good. Um, yeah. And uh, oh, and before we go, one little, one little thing. Uh, yeah, uh, Pavan is known as well. We, we used to call him Babaji. <laughs> because of his uh, his ability to provide gyan, to provide wisdom, so Babaji, of course, is like a you know, is like a monk in India. But yeah, I'm I'm not gonna keep explaining all these like cultural terms. You know, look it look it up. Fucking Google it. Like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you know, it's not like we're we're using things that are so obscure that you can't find it on Google. So just look it up. Um, so yeah, he's he's uh, he, he's known as Babaji, and uh, hopefully we'll hear more gyan. We got a little bit of, yeah. We we heard a little bit of it. We we have to do a Star Trek, Star Wars episode, uh, where you're yeah. the only one on air. But there are two of us don't <laughs> join, and you just talk for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that happened at a party where he started talking about Star Wars, and everyone, literally everybody else left. I think except for yeah, there are two two women who stayed behind to listen to him, and then every all the other men. Just really, no, like, all right. One of them was actually discussing uh, uh, as well, right? I mean, I mean, it, it was like uh, I won't call it exactly a debate, but we were arguing about certain aspects of uh, Star Wars, the light side, whatever. And uh, yes, that's it. We'll, 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 we'll give you, we'll give you, uh, yeah, everyone pucked off. Um, we'll give you a, <laughs> we'll, give, we'll give you a, 
an episode where you can talk about that and we'll just kind of yes. you know maybe we'll yes and uh, pavan will be like uh, <laughs> alone on this podcast i am <laughs> what was it what was the um, what was the phrase that you used to say that pavan says a lot um, you know the, there's a phrase that you used to say i what? forget it's like um What was it? What was that phrase? There was a phrase that he would use all the time. Um, right. Anyway, I'll, it'll come to me. Yeah, I'll, I I'll can't remember. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It was like about you know the finer points or something like that. And he would say you know like you know uh, the hidden meaning or something in that in that vein. Anyway, it's it's fine. We'll we'll it'll come up. I'm sure when he when he starts talking about something. <laughs> Um yeah so anyway this was this has been fun uh thanks to anyone who who put up with this bullshit for the last hour and a half um you know <laughs> thank you for wasting your time on us uh we'll hopefully we'll you'll hear us again sometime soon we'll have to work out a schedule for when we can do this um the two of them are in one time zone and I am I think 10 and a half hours behind right now with daylight savings time but so we'll 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 figure it out I this this time that we're doing this uh, recording in guys this works well for me i don't know if it if it's good for you yeah it's good for me also i mean weekend yeah. and uh, evening times pretty much yeah and and you know is that okay for you okay yeah. great so we'll we'll figure it out maybe maybe next week um and i'll i'll edit this episode soon and i'll put it up and uh, we'll figure it out okay thanks everyone for joining us uh, have a have a great uh, week um you know just kind of you know hang loose don't let your you know dick and balls get all sticky just kind of let it air out you know that's that's all i have to say to you <laughs> and yeah as as uh, some floridans are yeah. saying now uh, i'm not wearing a mask things got to breathe <laughs> yes let it breathe <laughs> that that that's a, that's that's the final word let it breathe motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was that uh, what was that uh, from bombay boys a chuti abhi film nahi khatam ho rahe something like that right a khatam nahi ho raha yeah there you go there you go okay we'll talk about that movie sometime maybe yeah, in the next episode <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe that's our we should we should talk about that movie in our next episode uh okay yeah. anyway Uh, have a have a nice time guys i'll i'll talk to you soon on on whatsapp uh, uh for the those listening uh bye and uh, yeah i don't know come back if you let it breathe yeah, let it breathe come back if you want to <laughs> 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 all right bye game okay, bye bye <laughs>